Hey guys, it's your girl Nova Kane here from No Empty Hands. And yes, I am here with a message. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, it's free. Yes, I said it, free, the F word. And there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. How convenient is that? I mean, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast with Anchor. There is no listenership or any minimal listenership that you have to have to make money so i mean come on now free and it can make you money it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today i mean come on nova can't said it Hello. And Hello. Hey, Subo. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the No Empty Hands podcast. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. So um, to all our listeners out there, welcome. And I know that we are just getting back into the swing of things. There's a lot happening in the world right now. Um, and that will be discussed on another podcast. But we've since relocated out to California. You guys know that already. Um, But today we wanted to bring in a special guest, um, Sybil Barrett. Uh, For all of you who have not heard her name, remember it because you definitely will see her um, in the the, the limelight very, very soon. Um, Sybil is a jack of all trades. She's a woman of the world. She's well-traveled. She's well-bred. And one thing she definitely understands is men. Um, having grown up, grown up with a strong father, um, and she will probably go into details about that. But I love hearing the stories about how she was brought up in Boston, um, and it led her to her latest uh, endeavor, which she actually um, wrote, directed, and produced a feature comedy, which is amazingly funny and very well written. By the way, I've seen it, and it will be released. Um, in 2020. So excited to have you here today, Sybil. Thank you so much for joining the No Empty Hands podcast crew today. Yay! Yay. Thanks for that that great (laughs) intro. And you know, full disclosure, Avant and I go back a little while, so we're good friends outside of the podcast. And you know, the fact that you decided to take the initiative to do something like this, I was really impressed. And I'm like, hey, I want to participate. Yeah. So thanks for extending the invitation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And my co-host, uh, Coco, she will um, join us uh, on another podcast. But today it's just going to be me and my homegirl, Sybil, discussing some hot topics. And Sybil, I, I know this is one that you wanted to specifically talk about, which Coco and I already did a segment um, back um, about two episodes ago where we talked about relationships one-on-one, really how do you keep your hands full um, in a relationship, but I think it's even more so prevalent to go ahead and step this into relationship 102 and talk about how do we really keep our hands full um, in this uh, coronavirus uh, situation. And I know this leading to so many different things. People are spending more time at home. Some people are, you know, you know, the same things don't apply. Like, right, you can't really sneak off 
and do your own thing now. Um, you can't really sneak off and go and have an affair if that's what you're wanting to do, uh, or can you? So those are some of the things that I think that we'll, we'll get into as we uh, move into discussion. So do you have anything else to add to that? Yeah, you know, the fact that we are dealing with this crazy pandemic, something we've never even seen before, only read about it in, you know, history books. There are a lot of people out there suffering, you know. So first of all, I, I just want to say, you know, my my prayers go out to anyone who's lost someone through this COVID-19 crisis. And if you're out there and you're sick from it, I hope you get well soon. But then to those folks who aren't taking it serious, stay your ass at home because this is some serious stuff. And um, one of the jokes I made with a friend of mine who's going through a divorce and she knows about her husband's other woman. I said, the COVID-19 made it real clear who's the side chick because he ain't quarantined with her. He quarantined with his wife. So it got me to thinking, like, how is this affecting people's relationships, whether they're existing or new or we're on the rocks? Will it bring people back closer together or will it really reveal this is not the person you need to be with now that you're, you know, locked down together 24-7? Yeah, I totally am um, in agreement and curious all at the same time. You know, I am a, a single person, you know, by choice. Um, <laughs> and um, But I have dates, right? And I've actually had some virtual dates, which have been very fun. Um, you get to FaceTime people more so than what you would. Normally, you would spend the time texting and not really having a good, you know, standing still conversation. So I think for me being single, it forces communication that, not necessarily forces, but enables more communication. Um, and I think that intimacy is created uh, well before you meet the person and it's not done via text. Like you actually can see that person, you can hear that person and that person has to sit down for, you know, 10 or 20 minutes or however long you're on the FaceTime to give you that one-on-one um, -on -one communication. So for me as a single person, it's been actually kind of good because um, I can really get a good idea from FaceTime you know, um, if I really want to continue once the ban has been lifted um, to see this person full time in, in person. And, and I think it's been a great way to kind of date. Um, no pressure, especially for the guys. Right. You know, they're not having to try to go out and do all of these expensive dates. They can really show who they are to the woman first and, and let her like his mind. And then, you know, hopefully he'll continue to um, move forward and once we do get this band lifted take her off into a beautiful dinner or a nice you know sunset walk or something I don't know but um yeah, so you, you stand aside. yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what it does right you're in the house you can't do nothing but fantasize yeah, you're, you're getting uh, you know you're getting swept off your feet by your own fantasies right <laughs> COVID-19 got me out here fantasizing. So you know what? You know what we say on this podcast. Manifestation is everything. It yeah, starts with I believe. So I am visualizing it. Yeah. Yes. So it's going to happen the way that I'm visualizing it. Definitely. Yeah. Because the, re the reality is I'm not such an optimist. You know, I'm yeah. a realistic person. People say, you know, don't ask Sybil unless you want the truth because she's going to tell you it and you may not be able to handle it. But the reality is, you know, I don't think this is going to change the way people interact in relationships once it's mm -hmm. lifted. I think you're right. You do get this opportunity to have a different type of experience and getting to know a man. You know, he understands mm -hmm. that he's got to put in time, but it's different because that's something mm -hmm. men have to do in the beginning of a relationship anyway. Mm -hmm. But um, 
I think once it, it gets lifted, it's going to take people maybe a month, if, if not less, to get back to how they operated before. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling that. And I've seen some of the things on Instagram where, you know, husbands and wives are acting, doing the like the 21 question challenge. And some of them have gone well, some of them hasn't. Um, and I've seen on some articles um, on MSN and different things, just preparing for our conversations today. Um, where this lady actually is wanting to get a divorce now that she's been quarantined with her husband. She's discovered that she doesn't like him after yeah. so, so many years of marriage. She so already knew. Coming... She already knew. Yeah, she exactly. Face the truth. <laughs> now that he's, he's staring her in her, her face. Yeah. Seven. She can't freaking breathe. She, she can't like, breathe. Well, hell no, I can't even fake the funk no more. And that's yeah. something I, you know, you know, that's something that I was thinking about. A lot of people... As far as, you know, you say you're single, I'm single by choice, like you said. And a lot of times people who are insecure about their relationships or insecure mm -hmm. about their marriage in particular, when you start to give advice or to give your opinion as a single person, they want to shoot you down and say, well, are you married? But then I think about mm -hmm. that question. I'm like, you mean, did I get tricked into making the biggest mistake of my life and now I want to make pretend it's not a big mistake? No, I'm not mm -hmm. married. <laughs> and yeah. So unfortunately, a lot of people who are married, they, they think that's some sort of security blanket. They use it as some sort of uh, social status when, in fact, they're miserable. So what are you yeah. really saying by throwing that in someone's face who's not married? And unfortunately, most marriages suck. And yeah. most marriages end in divorce. So let's yeah. stop acting like, by being married, you somehow know the secret to being in a good relationship. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, and I, now that I think about it, it really, when you put it in that perspective and being an open-minded person I am, I can't see the many layers of, you know, why it would be a good thing and why it isn't a good thing. And I think sometimes it's a cop-out for people who can't be by themselves. They have to have you know, um, they can't make it unless they are shacked up with someone. And I've seen these serial relationship people, they just jump from one relationship to the next because they don't like themselves. They are insecure, like you said, and they just um, can't handle being alone and facing life by themselves. And for me, I think I'm totally the opposite. I'm very independent. Sometimes the independent gets overwhelming and, and annoying. Um, but um, I think it leads me to accomplish great things um, for myself that I don't think that I would uh, accomplish if I were with someone else, because then you have to take their situation or feelings into account. You just can't move um, at your whim. Um, so for me, um, you know, when I was married, because I was um, full disclosure, um, I was and my, my, my listeners know that I've been divorced for almost five years. And to your point, like I got married because of the social pressure that I grew up with. Like that was the thing, like you were bred from the moment you, if you were a girl, that's where you prepared for in my, you know, in my um, upbringing, you were prepared to be someone's wife, you know? And so I felt that I didn't have uh, everything until I was married. And then when I got married, I was miserable. Like you said, I hated it. I, <laughs> my husband, <laughs> my ex-husband was a, control freak he he wasn't that way when we were dating he became that way because he also was brainwashed and feeling like oh a husband has to be this xyz tyrant over the family or whatever 
and he assumed this role and I didn't know him anymore. I was like, where's the man that I fell in love with? Because this person that I'm married to, this husband character, I don't like him, you know? Yeah. And um, I was so miserable and, and I was, I was unhappy and I was, and I felt, I felt like I was forcing myself to put on this charade every day just to, just so I could say face to say that I was uh, married. So I, I, from personal experience can agree with that. Um, is it, is it, is it harsh is reality to accept? Absolutely it is. But I think if you're going to be real with yourself, this quarantine definitely is making some people real even on the parenting side I know we I know this isn't a parenting discussion but I've I've been reading people don't even like their kids yeah. or, like or, or, or the kids don't like the parents let's keep it exactly real. it's like you know not to get off topic like you said but some yeah. of these kids are looking at their parents like okay enough already when you take me back to school we don't have this kind of yeah. you're supposed to give me breakfast drop me off and come pick me up nobody told me yeah. I have to be with you all day long and, and, and that's how a lot yeah. of husbands and wives are feeling. But to get back to like how we even met, right? What do we do for a living yeah. like outside of podcasts, which is not a living for us right now? Yeah. We yeah, negotiate definitely. contracts, right? We negotiate contracts. Yes. We close yes. deals. And at the end of the day, yeah. that's what marriage is. Marriage is basically a contract in the United States. Mm-hmm. You get someone, mm-hmm. you induce someone, you entice someone, you bribe someone, you convince someone, you manipulate someone into signing this damn contract. But yeah. guess what? Every deal you sign is not a good deal. So some yeah. people need to understand they said they signed a bad deal. They got a raw deal. You know, they didn't they yeah. didn't negotiate the terms as well as they should have before they got married. <laughs> so, uh, absolutely. You got to look I at think... it like it's there's a business transaction going on. And so did you marry for love? Did you marry for money? Did you marry for yeah. convenience? Did you marry mm-hmm. for social mm-hmm. status? And, and mm-hmm. is that made clear in the beginning of the relationship? O- oftentimes, no. Yeah. And then, okay, well, you yeah, know, they get in the relationship sorry, and then they're like, how come I'm not getting this love? Well, you, I didn't sign up for that. That's not what I signed up for. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I absolutely. And, you know, back in the day when we when you go back, you know, really not that far, like, you know, in the 40s and the 50s. That's what marriage was. Marriage was actually a, a deal it was brokered by two families. Um, and you married to whatever family that could help your family, you know? So it wasn't always for this love fantasy that we, so in I myself, you know, I'm a hopeless romantic, um, but it wasn't always for that. It was really for um, restructuring. It was for a lot of times uh, monetary gain. Um, and especially in other countries outside of the U.S., you know, you do it because of 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 a um, a, what is it? A, a kind of life mobility. Mm-hmm. You know, you marry into a more wealthier family than yours. Um, you do it for this economic um, you know, uh, upliftment. Um, so I I totally agree with you. Now that I'm thinking about that, just history itself, marriage has always been a broker deal. You know, <laughs> I don't know when did when did love marry for love even get introduced to the equation. I don't know. Well, you, like you I, said, things, things have evolved. And I think what we're yeah. dealing with now is people are, one, afraid to say what they really want. And two, yeah. don't know what they really want. And mm-hmm. everybody's just confused. But they still feel like they need to be married to somebody to still have that legitimacy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's give people some top fives. Like, what are some top five ways that you can 
really know if this is if the relationship that you're in, you know, you're quarantined with the person. What are some ways that you guys can really discover and refine the purpose of a marriage? Do you have like some top five things? Um, I can think of. Yeah, like I think one the number one thing for me would be what do you like doing together? And mm-hmm. whether that's, that's watching a, a particular TV show together or cooking together or, you know, massage and each other's feet, you got to have something that you actually like doing together and you have to make time for that. Even if it's, even if you're scheduling it on the calendar, because that's when you're going to reconnect with this person that you think you, or still feel like you want to be with. Yeah, I like that. And I've seen that before. That, that's been a recommendation for a, cu- a couple of other uh, relationship coaches that I follow. They say that, you know, scheduling sex and scheduling time actually makes you um, really want to because like if it's on your calendar, you're looking forward to it. You know, you get all dressed up and get in the mood of a, a mental a state of awareness of being in that moment. Um, so I think that's really good. Scheduling is really awesome. One thing that I think um, is important for people to kind of really find their purpose is what do you really like doing by yourself? Yes, you, you're, you're in a relationship, but don't lose yourself. I found that even in my own uh, marriage, I lost Avanda, uh, well, Novocaine. Um, that's my stage name here. You guys know me that, but Avanda is my um, government name. Don't use that. Don't do it <laughs> Um, but but you can um, <laughs> but um but I lost myself right I did I was living for this man anything that he asked me to I didn't know what I like to do so I, so once I got divorced I had all this type of rediscovery and I think that's why now I love myself so much more because I actually had to learn who I was yeah you know and I think this is a great time for people men and women to not only carve time together and figure out things together but but you're you're in the house with someone 24 7 normally you'll be at work eight of those hours so what are you doing to make sure that you are not losing yourself in this quarantine process and what do you like to do is it reading is it knitting is it sewing you know um is it singing is it writing a book like discover yourself during this time too I think it's going to be super important for relationships to uh steadfast through this time because if you're so focused on your partner, I think, you know, that could drive someone crazy. Um, a great philosopher that I follow um, is, a, is a lady. Um, I love her to death. She calls herself Abraham. Um, and if you if you go and look her up on YouTube, uh, she has a really good philosophy about, you know, people don't take on other people's problems, not your responsibility. And when I started doing that, I really found that I wasn't um, bogged down by the weight of other people, I was able to really kind of freely share myself. And then the moment that it became too much for me, I was gone. You yeah. Know? Hey. <laughs> um, so I, I really like that. So any more advice? Yeah, I, think that, I think number anyone? three would be, what do you, what do you know the other person enjoys when you do that for them? Right. So mm-hmm. it's all about, you know, giving my mom, she makes a good uh, analogy. She says that she says relationships are like a bank account. Right. And mm-hmm. when you go to open up an account at the bank, you got to make a deposit. It's required. And you have to mm-hmm. keep making deposits and deposits and then you make a withdrawal. But if you keep making withdrawals and guess what the bank says, your account is not closed because you're yeah. overdrawn. So we have to always remember yeah. in relationships, we got to make deposits into the relationship. And oftentimes that's doing what the other person enjoys 
seeing you do for them. Doesn't mean you necessarily mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it, but you know that they like it. And sometimes that's a sacrifice we have to make to show that we care about the other person enough to stick around. Yeah, I like that. And that is what the five love languages is, right? I think some people need to read that five love languages because for me, I am a gift receiver. I love gifts, any form. It doesn't have to even be a physical gift. It just needs to yeah, be like, well, you know, a like gift. Five love, I love five it. love languages is definitely related to it. You know, it talks about that. And it falls into service, service yeah. where you're doing something yeah. for the other person. Yeah, but if that's not if service isn't that person's love language, then it's not going to be it's not going to be received. Oh yeah, if it's as, not their, it's not you know their what I'm saying. Love language, but who doesn't yeah. like to see someone do something for them? I don't think. Yeah, you know, absolutely. So maybe maybe I need yeah. compliments and gifts more than I need service, but I need some service too. Yeah, need some service too. I like that. Yeah, that's that's great point. That is great point. Um, and then I think another like four. Um, would would really be um, just being still. I think all of this is great, doing stuff together, doing stuff for yourself, but really be still, you know, just be in silence. Silence is the best, best way for you to really get to know someone. If if you can just sit in the room with them and just be (laughs) quiet. (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny because a lot of times people are just annoyed by the fact someone is talking right and you think yes, to yourself can't yes. you just shut up but you know if you say that it's gonna be a fight right <laughs> but you're really thinking it in your head and it's like why can't you just be quiet yeah. oh my god yeah yeah so yeah be quiet be still um and just enjoy just the person's company if it's cuddling or if it's open fire or just sitting at the opposite ends of the couch reading your book he's doing whatever he wants to do on his phone or whatever but just in silence for you know maybe 20 minutes then do it for 30 minutes then do it for 45 (laughs) and then an hour you know i really would see how long people just can sit there and be quiet without feeling the need sister and my brother both we used to play this game called the quiet game and it was like mm-hmm. we would, my brother loved to talk and he's the youngest of the three of us and we were like oh mm-hmm. my god let's play the quiet game like whoever talks first yeah. loses like can't you just be quiet yeah. he always would lose yeah he would always lose <laughs> yeah yeah poor wally <laughs> i think it's, it's kind of not on the relationship path but i i want to say mm-hmm. number five would be exercise because it does oh, something yes. for you and it does something for the person you're with it it helps you release and it helps mm-hmm. you inspire the other person to say, you know mm-hmm. what, I need to be taking better care of myself too. So mm-hmm. that kind of mm-hmm. behavior is contagious. Yeah, I think so too. Um, those are great, great ways. I think people can um, really make sure that their relationships stay strong, that it you know, overcomes these uh, rocks. And then, you know, I would say another sixth thing, it's prayer. <clears throat> pray together. Um, and I know, um, just from a spiritual, just from a spiritual standpoint, I think that too needs to be linked. Um, even if it's informal, I'm not saying, you know, um, it has to be like, you know, um, calculated, but just take the moment to pray together, either it's in the morning and night when you find yourself, even if you're praying for your partner silently without them knowing it, I think prayer is going to help all yeah, of us definitely. get through this it time. It's going to help all of us. <laughs> Gonna help all of us. Yeah, and and with yeah. right along so, with prayer, 
I any anytime I pray, I always open it up with gratitude. Like, thank you so much. So yeah. just remembering to be grateful. I know my daughter, she was getting cabin fever. And she says to me, I've been in this house for two weeks. And I'm like, you better be grateful you have a house, you know? And to be nice in, one. yeah, Hello? for two weeks. Yeah, it really is a beautiful house, by the way. Um, so yeah, so I am right there with you. So I think that we have given um, some great tips um, for, for people to sustain their relationships, things to watch out for to keep, um, you know, those uh, full hands in a relationship, uh, because we do not want you guys to walk away from this quarantine with empty hands. So we want to right. make sure that your hands stay full. Um, and that is really our show. Um, we have a couple more minutes. Sybil, did you want to wrap up with any last closing words? Um, I just want to say along those lines, use this time wisely because it's, it's, a, it's like a gift. And, mm -hmm. you know, some people see it as some sort of punishment, but really flip that. It's a gift where we're usually so busy ripping and running, going to work and trying to do what we think everybody needs us to do for them. And now we have real free time. So use it wisely. Use it wisely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you again, Sybil, for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know even with the quarantine, you are still very busy. Um, so I appreciate you taking the time out to come and speak to my listeners. Um, and I know that they will at least take something from this discussion today. I know I have, even being single um, and not married, I think that I still, as I am looking for that um, long-term relationship, I will definitely keep these things in mind because I feel like this um, quarantine situation, <clears throat> it may be mandated, but sometimes, you know, we need to put ourselves on a self-quarantine and sit down sometimes too, instead of be trying to be out, like you said, every weekend or tr feeling like we need to fill time just to uh, be accomplished. Um, but sometimes we just need to stand still, enjoy the moment and be thankful. So um, with that, that is our show. I want to thank everyone for tuning in today and uh, hit us up on Instagram at no.emptyhands uh, um, or send us your empty handed question at noemptyhands at gmail.com. Look forward to seeing you guys and speaking with you um, again very, very soon. We have a couple of other special guests uh, within the next coming weeks that we'll be introducing. So be sure to sign up and follow us on our IG page at no.emptyhands. Um, and with that, peace and blessings, light and love. Thank you guys. Until next time. Bye. bye.